This week, we got to talk about women in sports. On this week's episode, we are going to discuss the Williams sisters as icons in sports, women in sports and media, and our experiences as women who follow professional sports. Yes, ma'am. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. Excited to have you guys listening with us again. And I'm excited about this one. Sports is my jam. Maya and anyone who knows me knows I'm super passionate about sports. So I'm always looking for any opportunity to talk about sports. Like I don't do it every day of my life anyway. (laughs) But we're going to dive into some topics. And I guess the first one, actually, let's just go ahead and talk about the Williams sisters because I got I got some stuff up right now. And yeah, we're going to talk about how they get treated, how their what their perception's been like in sports over their 20-plus year career. Um, so for those of you that don't know or don't know who we're talking about, Venus and Serena Williams, two very prominent A-list uh, celeb-slash-athletes that are known for their contribution to the world of tennis. For those of you who don't play tennis, I played tennis in high school uh, specifically because of watching Venus and Serena grow up. That is literally the reason why I picked (laughs) up a racket. And so I got to watch as a kid their entire rise to fame and all the negativity that came with it. Um, For those of you guys that don't know, they were born and raised in Compton. So these are L.A. girls at heart through and through from the ghetto, quote unquote. And um, they were raised Jehovah's Witness, which was a really big part of their storyline in the world of tennis for some reason. I guess Black people and Jehovah's Witness aren't like one and the same in the grand scheme of religion to the white people's perception. Um, It was a really big topic. It would get talked about more than their athletic ability. Um, But they had a quick claim to fame, rise to fame, because they are very great athletes. They both have won over 20 uh, single titles on their own and doubles titles together. They have multiple Olympic gold medals for America. Um, And they're kind of the standard of American tennis right now. We have a handful actually of black up and coming tennis stars from Coco Gauff and Naomi Osaka, who is half black and half Japanese, Madison Keys. We're, We're doing really well in the grand scheme of black women's presence in tennis specifically. But we're gonna talk about them because they get a lot of crap talked about them throughout their careers. Venus is also a model and clothing designer on the side. Serena has multiple endorsements and is a huge property owner. She actually jokes that she doesn't care about shoes and purses. She just buys property. And she's one of the highest paid, I think she's the highest paid women uh, athlete that is endorsed by Nike as well. Um, So these women are not just tennis athletes. You know, they have ventured out into the world in their own right. These are multimillionaire women. But they get a lot of crap talked about them because they were black in a white sport. For those of you that don't know, Arthur Ashe is actually the groundbreaking tennis star for or the most prominent one i should say for allowing blacks to be seen as a face of the sport um tennis is very very european sport um and then when it's got brought over here by the colonizers it's just like golf it was a rich white country club sport you couldn't play it unless you were able to pay country club fees every month you know it was definitely that kind of a sport um So Arthur Ashe paved the way at the U.S. Open in New York. They actually have one of the courts called the Arthur Ashe Court um, that they play at. So we've definitely seen these big moments in tennis. But for some reason, people like to talk shit about the Williams sisters because Serena is athletic. She's thick. She's got muscles. You can literally see her deltoids separated by her 
bicep and her tricep. Like this woman is buff. You know, Venus was very tall. She's lean. She has a quote unquote like yoga body. Serena, you can tell she lifts weights. She, okay. her muscles are defined. And her entire career, she's just been compared to men and monkeys. People have accused her of being a transvestite, of lying about her gender. Um, why she's so good is because she has to be a man because there's no way a woman can be as powerful as her. All of these derogatory statements have been thrown at her for her entire career. Um, and she's been called the N-word on the court while she's played. She's had uh, opposing people not even want to touch her hand after a match. She had grown women that were in their 30s and 40s playing against her when she was 15 and 16, not having any type of sportsmanship because they didn't want to play against a black teenager because they get the feelings hurt that they get beat by a black teenager. Um, and it's all central around racism. There's nothing more, nothing less. Um, black and brown people get compared to animals because of racism. Um, if you guys go back in political cartoons and propaganda, black people are always contributed to gorillas and monkeys, and it will be like that until the end of time. It's really unfortunate. Barack Obama happened to him a lot during his presidency. Lots of satire cartoons of him as a monkey or gorilla. Same with Michelle Obama. So this is just something we keep dealing with. Um, and I was telling Maya before we recorded, Serena just got brought up again on Twitter because the actress that plays Precious in the movie Precious adapted by the book by Sapphire, um, she just got engaged and she <clears throat> has been dating a white man for years and she got engaged by a white man and Black Twitter decided to lump Serena in with her as well and just basically call them sellouts for getting engaged to slash being married to and having children with white men. Um, but the funny thing is, is that I wish the racism towards Serena specifically would have been only from white men, but a lot of black men come for her on a daily basis, especially when she was dating Common and Drake and these super prominent black men. Um, they got a lot of flack for dating her. Like y'all must be undercover gay too, because she looks like a man. And why would you want to be with a woman that has more muscles than you? And all these different things thrown so out all the time. So messed up, so frustrating. And that's been her whole career. I mean, this is the highest paying women athlete in the history of sports. And she just gets disrespected and mistreated on a daily basis, whether she's playing or not. I mean, the woman just had, first of all, she just gave birth a few years ago. She almost died from birth because her own doctors wouldn't listen to her when she told them there's something wrong. I can feel something wrong with my heart. Please check me. And they did not want to check her. And her husband had to step in and be like, you need to go take her for a test. She's telling you something's wrong. This is a world-class athlete. She knows her body better than anyone. And she had a heart condition that could have killed her. And she almost bled out because the doctors didn't want to believe a black woman was having an issue. You just gave birth. You're fine. Um, I encourage everyone to watch her documentary on HBO. It is really, really awe-inspiring and really heartbreaking on all the things she's had to go through to get to where she is. She knows and understands without those things, she wouldn't be where she is. She understands her privilege in this world and her role as a role model for black women specifically. Um, but it's really disheartening that in 2020, after all these years, men and just sports fans alike think it's okay to just keep coming for black women who are the literal greatest of all time in their sport. You know, you guys don't want to disrespect Kobe or LeBron, what, because they have penises, but then you have no problem coming for Serena Williams or Venus when without them, tennis wouldn't even be the sport it is today, literally without them. So um, we're talking about women in sports because it's about time. I think everybody kind of realizes we got to put it away. Um, the last recent thing I'll bring up before we move on to a different kind of subtopic was a Vanderbilt soccer player. And I'm sorry, I don't have her name right now, but she just got, um, she's a Vanderbilt soccer player. 
Division One college for sports, <clears throat> and she just got elevated to the boys' football team to be their kicker. And she only did the kickoff and then ran off the field. But in the whole three days, we knew that this girl was going to be kicking for this all-men's team. I mean, the backlash she got on the internet was truly astounding to the point where super high-profile football players like Tom Brady and others stepped up to defend her publicly and let it be known they weren't going to take the tolerance of men still treating women like they only belong in a kitchen in this modern day and age and with sports growing as it has. And this is just reminders to everybody. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you identify with. Like if you have the ability to perform well in whatever area you are trying to succeed in, that should be enough. I don't know if we'll ever be alive for a society where maybe we don't pick apart people based on really old racist um, vibrato. I don't know. I don't know what it would take to maybe... I don't know. I mean, we keep talking about it and nothing really changes. So I'm interested to see if in our lifetime we'll see a huge shift in the realm of sports. But at this point, it hasn't happened yet. Definitely not in the last 50 to 60 years of professional sports being televised for the masses. Um, So we're going to talk about it. So let me just touch on uh, the Williams too, real quick. Yes. I just literally like never saw non-white people playing tennis and like you said interesting yeah i like you said like we haven't made a lot of progress when it comes to women in sports but seeing the williams sisters and the fact that they were sisters which you know that means a lot to me because like me and my sisters are really close Mm -hmm. so like seeing that there were like these two sisters they weren't white they weren't super skinny like that meant so much to me when i was younger because even though I am shit at tennis, I would uh-huh. always just try to play tennis, like me and my sister, because we'd be like, we're like the the Williams sisters. Like, that was our thing. Like, we yeah. would pretend like we were as good as them. Like, we both suck. We, we are not good at our hand-eye coordination. No bueno. But, like, that was a huge deal for me growing up, just to, like, even see them on the television. Because, like, my dad always used to watch tennis and i would always just like see freaking like uh what's his name like roger federer and like yes you know the big names that are like all these yeah Mm -hmm. nadal like all of these big like european like icons or whatever so when i finally like actually realized that there was all of these like the WNBA and like the women's soccer team and things like that i was like yeah we haven't i mean it's like, we have to make these spaces for ourselves, but at least mm-hmm. we're still managing to do it and, like, do it well. Like, we still do it better than men because yeah. it's not, like, all of this shit talking and, like, let's be catty and, like, talk shit about the other teams and, like, all this oh, stuff. Oh, that still like, happens, girl. That's just an athletic Yeah, it nation. happens. But it's not at the level of it's what you It's not yeah. at the level. Yeah, nowhere because, near the level. And part, part of that is because, like, they don't have the same exposure, right? Very true. So... It is interesting to see, like, how the dynamic has shifted because I honestly, like, did not even, like, follow female athletes and female sports until I saw the Williams sisters. And I was like, oh, like, I can relate. Like, these are thick women who are not white, who are sisters, Mm -hmm. like, family-oriented. They're just, like, very ambitious. And I love that. And I just have looked up to them literally since I was a kid. Like, I have always been obsessed with them. And... But between, like, me and my older sister, she was, like, the Venus, and I was, like, the Serena. So that was, like, our little thing. But, yeah, it's just, it's nice that because of them, they were able to get, like, all of these new Black women to be big names in tennis. Mm -hmm. But it sucks that they had to go through all of the shit that they had to go through 
as really, really like young people in order for us to like get to this point where like these girls can now be kind of like iconic household names. Like that's just they literally it's they were the gatekeepers yeah, of all the shit thrown. That, like, yeah, it always has to take like certain people, and it's almost always dark skinned black women who are used as like here be the guinea pigs for this thing so that like everyone else can have rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to dive into, because um, I feel like I've brought it up before, how I went to college for sports journalism. I definitely okay. thought that that was my road and my passion, because I'm a huge, huge sports fan. Um, and women journalists are still getting treated like literal trash every day. I mean, you can't even, first of all, the problem with sports journalism with women is you can't even be on TV talking about sports journalism unless you're deemed attractive enough to whatever societal standards are at the time. Which is European standards. Yes. Um, Pam Oliver's, I believe, is one of the first besides, um, oh, I'll look up her name. But Pam Oliver is one of the first sideline reporters, at least that I can say, that I remember seeing. She works for Fox. Um, And I have talked a lot, a lot of crap about Pam Oliver and her looks. I feel like um, whoever chooses her wigs needs to be fired. I just feel like whoever's in charge of making her look good, whether it's a Fox person or her own personal team, I just feel like they kind of set her up for failure. And I feel like they just make her look like this older than she really is black woman who can never seem to like keep it together. Um, and so I will admit that about myself before I move forward, because I was really upset in seeing a black woman on the sidelines. And I'm like, why don't you look put together? And I'm like, but what is put together? And like, I have to ask myself, like, what is this own standard that I'm throwing at this woman? And I hate the fact that it gets thrown at us by men. It just because men say it means that women should um, shouldn't also say it too. So she is someone who's talked about where they're like, get her off the TV screen. She's old. She's depleted. She's had her time. She broke her boundaries. Like we're looking for younger, more attractive women who don't mind showing some cleavage on TV. Um, and if you sit down and you look at ESPN or the NFL Network. And you see at what women are on TV, they are very attractive women. A lot of them are white with blonde hair and blue eyes who have ample chest. Um, They might be really smart. They might have gone to school for six to eight years to obtain a master's in journalism or sports media or sports psychology, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, whenever you see comments at the end of shows or on their websites, it's all related to get back in the kitchen and make me a sandwich oh, could we talk about sports after you slob off my knob? Like, it's just very sexually harassing, horrible things that these women deal with on a daily basis, no matter how much their male counterparts or male, like, direct hosts that they work with advocate for them publicly. It does not matter. For some reason, the male species just cannot stop being stupid and ignorant when it comes to women in sports. It's really disheartening, especially, like I said, for me, a woman who cares about sports. I have stories for days of sitting in a sports bar alone, just trying to enjoy sports center. And I can't do that because there's some asshole guy who's like, do you really even know what you're watching right now? Do you need me to explain something to you? And I'm like, even if I did, when I've asked for help, if I needed it, I don't know why you just assume that because I'm a woman sitting here alone, that I must want your male attention, first of all. And second of all, I don't know what I'm looking at if you see me staring at a screen for the last 30 minutes. You've been looking at me for 30 minutes, looking at the screen. Chances are I probably know what the fuck I'm looking at. So I don't know what the stigma is. I don't know how we combat it. Do you have any idea how to be combated? Do you think it'll ever be combated is what I would like to know. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I also, I mean, like, one of the things that we bonded over when we first met was, like, our love for football. Yes, ma'am. I and... hate her team, but I love Maya, so it's okay. <laughs> Well, the thing is that, like, I used to love football because I, I don't know, like, I just grew up, like, 
me and my sister watch sports, mm-hmm. which a lot of people found really weird because, like, we grew up in a house with zero men. Like, my dad is the only man around. And right. he's not American, so it's not like he watches, like, professional American sports. He watches freaking cricket. Right. Um, And he was also, like, a huge tennis fan. So, yeah. But I, I love the Williams sisters. They're huge icons in my house, for sure. Um, And they, like, inspired me to really get into sports a lot more. And so to the point of women in sports and media is, like, I only ever saw, like, Erin Andrews on TV as well. That was, like, the big, like, name back in the day. Back when I used to watch football. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, for anybody wondering why I don't watch football anymore, I just, like, could not deal with the corporate bullshit and, like, people always bringing, like, oh, like, not everything has to be, like, a political statement and trying to, like, separate all these issues because, like, at the end of the day, like, sports and politics are all, like, manifestations of, like, the things that we believe in. So, like, I don't mm-hmm. believe in a separation of that. And I hate it when people are like, oh, why are you bringing politics into sports? Like, this is supposed to be fun. And I'm like... Sports have been political for their entire existence. Political. Everything is political. Entire existence, If you don't yeah. think that politics comes into play, then you don't understand politics. Because politics is, like, what impacts your life. So, like, it's going to impact your every privilege. single part of your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So once that kind of started happening and I saw how men were uplifted and kind of, like, treated in certain ways and allowed passes, like Kobe, who will, like, I mean, I'm not gonna ever say anything bad about the man, but, like, he was able to get away with things like cheating on his wife and, like, having scandals. And people like the Williams sisters were, like, never able to make even a small, tiny mistake because they were just not held to the same level. So it was partially that. It's also seeing how much fucking money they make and how little everyone else gets. Seeing the comparison Mm -hmm. in, like, how much top athletes in the NBA and the NFL are getting paid. How the quarterbacks are all white and they get paid the most. That's not on accident, by the way. Yeah. So all of these, like, discrepancies and things that I just, like, really couldn't look past anymore. It was almost like taking away from me the fun of the game i was like i can't i was the one trying to separate like politics and sports for the longest time which is why like i enjoyed it so much and now i'm like i just can't do that anymore and so i just don't enjoy it as much so i'm trying to be more aware of that and kind of like support women's leagues more because they need it and they also deserve just as much money like i believe in these women and i think that all athletes if you're going to be paying them that much money why can't you pay all of them that much money yes um and that kind of circles too if if we were actually asking that question why can't women get paid more in sports in anything because it's not just in sports that's the problem it's not just in sports exactly um and but for the answer is always always They're just not as talented or as good, and that's why people don't watch them, which is not truthful in any regard. If you would watch any reality TV show where they have athletes competing and there's women, about seven out of ten times the women make it way further than the men because of their athletic ability plus their women intuition and just their logics and smarts and how they go about things. For some reason, we just keep throwing out, they're just not good enough. And it's like, no, but they are good enough because they're professional athletes. You have to be good enough to even be deemed a professional athlete in the first place. So whenever we're going to be able to just take that out of the equation, um, statistically, since 2010, the WNBA has brought in over 1.3 million 
um, attendees slash viewers every season. That's a decent sized number. A million people is a lot of people. Um, in the grand scheme of things compared to the NBA, it looks like absolutely nothing, of course, because that is a multi-billion dollar conglomerate mm-hmm. taking over the world. But it's so popular in Europe for women to be professional sport athletes. You don't get paid anything, of course. You're still never getting paid as much as the men. But it's if you guys just did the research on how many women sport athletes graduate from college with no professional opportunities, they're all going to Europe. They're going to Barcelona. They're going to London. They're going to Italy. They're going to all these places where it's a little bit more popular over there than America, and they could get paid a few bucks more than they would if they did make it in America. Um, And it's just something that has to stop. I don't know when we're ever going to get there. The women's soccer team is still fighting for this to this day. Mm -hmm. Um, I have an article that we'll link with you guys for our social media, but the men's team, Maya, gets paid whether they win or lose. Mm -hmm. If you are a member, a part of that special number, I think it's like 15, 16 players that either do training camp or get called up or just on the team, you get paid a base salary and you get paid per win and per loss. The women only get paid for wins. They don't get paid for losses. So the men are still getting paid to lose and the women don't get anything. But the women are significantly more popular every freaking season. No one watches men's soccer unless you are a soccer athlete. That's just fact. Because no one watches, what is ours? MLS, Major League Soccer? It's all FIFA. It's all international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. International soccer is like one of the most popular sports. But in the US, like that's not a thing really. No, and the women are more popular than the men. Every Olympic season, every four years, everybody, man or woman, is sitting at that TV waiting to see the women's team kick ass every freaking season. It's just fact in America, and yet they're not compensated for it, and they're still fighting for it, and they've been fighting for it for decades. And that ties into with the WNBA is there's another great article because Sue Bird, who is a really prominent female basketball player, and she's been playing professionally for, it feels like 20 years now. I'm sure I'm aging her way too much and it's not that long, but it feels (laughs) that long. Um, She's got lots of championships under her belt, but she did a great interview and she's not black or brown, mind you. This is um, a European descent woman. And she's literally sitting here like, you guys don't want to watch us because most of my teammates are black and brown or they are a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Let's just call it for what it is. You don't want to engage in watching us hit the highest level of athletic ability you can in this country because you don't want to see that. But you guys watch the women's soccer team way more because there's a lot of white and European looking women running around who, and here's the thing, in women's sports, there's going to be gay people or straight people in any sport. I don't know why people think of some stigma that it's like lesbians only who play sports. Yeah, what's up with that too? I have no idea. I've played, I've been an athlete my entire life. And I am a straight cis woman, like we talked about on last week's episode. Like, it's just not the case. But it's even further than that, with women in sports, not only are they not getting paid enough or not getting, like, the visual representation they could, even down to sport versus sport, soccer is getting watched more than basketball simply because of what these women look like. And because the WNBA literally stands up for Black Lives Matter, will not stand on the court for the national anthem. They won't leave the locker room until the national anthem is done being played. And people turn it why are you politicizing everything? But then they won't watch because of those things. So it's like, we can't win as women. Exactly. It's always this double-edged sword, double standard of, well, don't do that to the men. You know, you tell LeBron, just shut up and dribble. But then it's just, I don't know. It's just an interesting concept to me. And it's really frustrating because I would never expect have expected after all this time, we'd still be here. 
Yeah. And yet, the other thing too, like LeBron, you bring up LeBron reminded me of this. Yeah. It's like, there are some really amazing athletes who want to go above and beyond in terms of giving back. And LeBron has been one of those people. But LeBron is only able to do that because he makes so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. And like all of these women are still, I mean, just being the women that they are and having the ability to play a professional sport, they already get out on that court every single day and stand up for what they believe in but like imagine what they could do if they were actually getting compensated what they should be or even just like given those same opportunities as this they're like equivalent in male sports they're just because we only have we only have serena williams no one's making no one's touching serena in the realm of her net worth and how much money she's making completely down to her game checks and her endorsements not an Olympic medal gymnast, not a swimmer who has 13 medals. It does not matter. Serena is literally our only icon we have as a woman in sports who is as wealthy as the top 20 male athletes combined. Like, and not even. Like, you combine the top 10 male athletes and I'm sure their net worth is going to exceed her by a few billion. So, you know, um, but yeah, it's just interesting. It's very interesting. The the stats are astoundingly depressing. (laughs) I if, if you're someone who gets really upset easily, I don't encourage you to go research the numbers of the inequality that is between men and women's sports. I've written enough papers on them in school throughout middle school, high school, and college to defend women's sports. It's just disgusting yeah. and it doesn't get any better. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I'm not justifying males getting the salaries that they have either because they get paid, like, too much money. But yeah. Everybody should, like, across the board, no matter what you do in life, you should be able to live off of whatever you make. And so many people aren't able to do that. And you would think that, like, playing a sport and doing this thing that everyone likes to say is, like, so important and, like, part of the fabric of, like, our culture, you would think Mm -hmm. that those people would be able to live from doing that thing that they're doing. And they are. And there's been so many women who are like, I can't. Like being a professional athlete yep. is literally like my side job. You know how hard yes, you have to say work <laughs> to be a professional athlete, like, like physically. Do you know how much physical like activity you have to do to be a professional athlete, and that's your fucking side job? There are WNBA players, a huge percentage of them, where they are not just WNBA players because they cannot afford to have dietitians or diet plans and pay for training. No matter if you get it from your team or not, you still do your own training on the side. They can't afford to do those two, three things together. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if we're going to say, because in in the US, there is a hierarchy of jobs. Like, people who do certain things and are in certain fields are deemed more worthy of more money and athletes are one of those jobs but it's only for men like those are the only only men time it's valued men with a little asterisk that says serena williams that's literally how the sports world works serena williams did that despite everything against her like she just was one of those people who was like i'm not gonna let you guys like bring me down but not everybody has the ability to do that and not everybody has like the mental capacity to do that hell yeah hell yeah no and it's crazy and like i said i don't know if we'll be alive to see a shift um i would hope i would love to know that if i had a daughter who also wanted to follow in our family footsteps of being athletes that i could tell her with every ounce of confidence in me like you could do this as a career Mm -hmm. and be significantly happy and well off enough that you won't ever have to want again in your life Um, but like, I literally was just making this joke. I don't know who I was with, but 
I was making the joke. Oh, if you have sons, make sure they're left-handed pitchers or kickers or in the NBA and not the NFL because NBA is guaranteed money and you get it at the beginning of the season. NFL, they pay you by game checks with all these incentives. Like still, I'm still telling people like, well, if you have a son who wants to go into sports, I can let you know which exact sport's going to give him the most money. But like for women, I never talk about that because it's never been like, you know, as a woman, if you want to be a professional basketball player, unless you are one of the top three professional basketball athletes at the time, you're not going to get paid. So yeah, I don't know. I'm very interested to see what happens. I'm very interested to see the direction this all goes. I think women's sports is only going to get more popular as time goes on because I just think the younger generations as a whole, we're just caring about things at a different level than the generations before us. So I have faith. I just don't know how quickly it's going to happen. It's never going to happen at the rate that we want it to happen. And I mean, I've said this before, like it's very frustrating being a woman, a person of color, a black person, like in this world not even just in the u.s because like you want to see these things change and like you know how they can change but other people just like aren't willing to see it unless they're ready and like so many people just aren't ready for such a shift but i mean i can't emphasize enough how harmful it is for both men and women to like have these disparities based on gender Like, it's so harmful to all of us across the board. Exactly. Until we break down the system, it'll never change. And it's only making it worse. Because like you said, I mean, we would need 10 LeBrons to do their part to make up for the fact that 30 women can't even beat LeBrons. You know what I'm saying? So let's keep that in mind. And I mean, even despite like not making a lot of money, like those women still do more than most. Yeah, they're still donating half of their net worth just, you know, for their community or wherever they grew up. And it's like... Hey, and that's the thing, too. We all know historically, you know, in protesting, it's mainly been women who are the first people to get up and get out and go to the streets and demand justices for whatever it is they're fighting for. Men do it, yes, but historically. It's, it, yeah, women it's have women had to fight. Queers, queer people. Yeah, and- those are the first two groups of people who are going to get up first to go advocate for something that they deserve. And the sad thing is, is that women have been doing it since the beginning of time starting with voting and just being considered equal to man. I mean, our own constitution, woman's not even in there. The word woman is not even in there. So, I mean, you know, we were just property of men and it's still going on. We're still just property of men. So, I mean, one of these days, you know. I was watching a movie and they were talking about marriage and they were like, so you want somebody's permission to legally own your partner <laughs> like something like that mm-hmm. which like when you frame it that way like yeah i get that a lot of people see marriage that way but it was just really funny it was like cracking oh up. yeah there was a scene in the office where they do that dwight's dancing with phyllis and phyllis's husband's like oh can i cut in with my wife and dwight's like yeah legally she's your property you have to ask <laughs> and i'm just like oh my god I'll leave it for him to you know call out what it yeah. really is Okay, so yeah, what was our next topic we were talking about specifically? I know we touched base on women in sports journalism and the Williams sisters. Did you have sisters. Any, anything else from the articles that you were reading? Oh, yeah. Please hold everyone. I did actually pull up the name of the sports broadcaster I wanted to speak on really quickly. Um, Robin Roberts. I don't know if that name is familiar to people, but she um, was diagnosed with cancer recently. Um, and she is one of the trailblazers because she is a black woman and she's been i was looking at it because i wanted to figure out what year she started her broadcasting career she didn't make it to espn until 1990 and that's pretty early on because women were trying for years before that to 
do what the men do best and are known for, quote unquote. Um, and she's groundbreaking. She went from Sports Center to Good Morning America, um, very prominent roles. And she's one of the most respected women in sports. Um, there's also another woman. Uh, sorry, please hold while I wait for my Wi-Fi to catch up with me. Um, I just lost her last name, but Holly Rowe, I, I, that might be wrong and I'll fix myself, you guys, if I am wrong. But she also is a really prominent woman's figure. And then Doris Burke, of course, who I think people know because she commentates for the NBA. And she actually was the first woman ever to be able to call an NBA game. So the difference between um, calling a game is basically when you hear people telling you what's going on in the play while also having some side dialogue. It's kind of what you guys would probably think about when it comes to an NFL um, play caller that you hear when you're listening to a game. But she's the first woman to ever do that. And that literally just happened for, I believe, last year's NBA Finals, 2019. So, I mean, that's just crazy, you guys. Like, And then it was a huge deal. I mean, she's so popularized because she's good at her job. She's good at what she does. She played basketball growing up. She's very well respected. Um, but do you want to know what made her viral? Drake. A man made her viral because Drake you know, put her face on a hoodie and sat courtside and then dropped a line in a song about her and, you know, proposed to her, quote unquote, he on so TV. Extra. He's always extra. <laughs> but like Drake made this woman viral. You know what I'm saying? So like you knew who she was if you were an avid NBA watcher, if, if you knew who, you know, you knew who she was. But if you were not a sports fan, you didn't know the name Doris Burke, you only knew it because of Drake. So it just all ties a in to, shame. you know, Damn shame. Can't be based off your own merits and talents. Gotta be at, you know, the attention of a male guys that puts you on the map. But yeah, um, and then sorry, the other articles I found. Um, I found a really great article we're gonna link with you guys that details um explains the pay inequity between men's and women's soccer. It's an extremely long article on ESPN, but there's a couple things I'll highlight. Um, Holly Rowe was her name, by the way. Um, but yeah, and Erin Andrews, I wanted to touch on her too, because I don't know if you heard about what happened to Erin Andrews about five to six years yeah, ago. I remember. She, yeah, she was in a hotel room, you guys, doing her job, uh, unwinding for the night, changing, and someone went in her room and put in a camera so that they could catch her changing and get new stills of her to further sell and make money off of. Um, and she won the court case. Um, it was a huge settlement. But the fact that a woman just doing her job still prompted a man to just be disgusting and a huge invasion of privacy for profit just goes to show like and I think like I said I think that was five to six years ago it wasn't that long ago and so I don't I can't I can't deal but anyway um the last thing I wanted to oh no I did touch base on that already sorry guys I'm off my A game today but yeah just the argument it was the argument about um the reason why people didn't watch WNBA as much as they do women's soccer which we already touched on was because of what these women look like and the fact that these other athletes have to advocate mm, for each yeah. other so now you have women's soccer players who have to advocate not only for themselves and their equal pay but now they got to still advocate for the WNBA because they're trying to get them on their same level too I don't know when the cycle will stop but we'll keep our eye out for it but yeah uh, and everything else with women in sports um specifically the NFL one really interesting aspect I just learned not too long ago that the cheerleaders only get paid about twenty five to forty dollars per oh, yeah, game. Yeah, that's also their side hobby. Don't you know that? <laughs> oh yeah, there. These women are lawyers and doctors and real estate agents and like have their own businesses. And cheerleading is literally a night side job for them. And these women are getting paid less than three thousand dollars for an entire season of two to three hour practices every night after your nine to five, and then dedicating an entire day on whatever day your team plays football at home, and you're barely getting any pay for it. But yet. 
you're probably about 10% of what we see on TV because they love showing Mm -hmm. us the women shaking their boobs and butts or, you know, can't even hear the cheerleaders. They don't cheer. There is no cheering. They're literally dancers, but we call them cheerleaders. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, it's really interesting to me. And and it's funny too, because we talk about like the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders because like one of the girls that I went to high school with is like on their show and you always like share her and, content and this girl is moving up because this girl i don't know what happened but she blew up and she's probably like in their top 10 cheerleaders they have too wow. like i'm sure she's she's working her way like she's close to the point now like this girl's putting in work we also but, have a girl from college who was in our sorority who was i want to say a warriors cheerleader oh she's a raiders cheerleader Raiders cheerleader i was like was she a warriors yeah she did that for a few seasons no raiders yeah, we know, yeah that's we know like, a few wait, people you. from the bay area who also did that and i just remember like one of my friends lived with that girl and she was like, yeah, I mean, she's still, like, working at her job and stuff. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I thought that was her job. And she was like, I mean, she doesn't get paid. So, yeah. like, she basically goes and dances on the weekends and then, like, goes back to her regular-ass job. Oh, yeah. By the way, the girls who get paid, that's because you're a prominent, like, that's because you are a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader and they can afford to pay you the 25 to $40 sure, like, per game. because they're on There's TV, only, they like, have to get compensated for that as well, so. Yeah, you get a, you get a small stipend from the network because they do have a show, which is on right now. Check it out, guys. It's great. It's fabulous. It's amazing. I just I love, love it every year. And I hate, TV, and I hate that I love oh, it, it's great. I love it so much. <laughs> and if you're going to watch Trash Reality TV, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team is definitely a show that will not disappoint. Um... But yeah, like the top 10 teams pay their cheerleaders. The other 22 teams, because there's 32 teams, they ain't even getting paid. This is on a volunteer basis. So this just it's just a, another example of the inequality. I mean, if you had male cheerleaders on the sideline doing basket tosses and stuff, I'm sure they get paid. I'm sure halftime performers get paid more than these dancers oh, yeah, do, definitely do on the sidelines. Just for a quick five minute routine to keep the uh, half the people don't even watch halftime performances and they get paid more than these dancers do. Yeah. So anyway, just little things. But yeah, um and to kind of go back to um it was a really big family moment for my family when all the controversy first started about five years ago in regards to NFL players standing for the anthem or mm-hmm. not. Because it wasn't really talked about in women's sports, because again, women's sports just don't have that kind of publicity that the men's sports do. But we really did have to talk about it as a family where my mom was like, are we not watching football anymore? And my dad and I immediately were like, are you, no, are you crazy? Like, yeah, it sucks, but this is the world we live in. Like, that's literally how we kind of saw it was like, look, it's not ever going to be a perfect world for black people ever. So, I mean, we might as well just, you get in where you fit in, right? I mean, the entire concept of professional sports is ridiculous. You have owners of teams who are 90% white, who are billionaires because they own, okay, 98% white, who are literally only able to afford being an owner of a team because they are business owners with these huge tax incentives and all these loopholes. And they are a part of the capitalistic bullshit structure where they get paid all this money and their workers are struggling to survive month to month. Um, and these owners have general managers and, you know, directors of operations and these people whose literal job it is to judge you on your athletic performance and ability in order to sign a check for you to play. I mean, if you guys saw the notes they write for training camp on the, even the most prominent athletes where they're like, no speed, can't jump, bad leadership skills, like won't probably be a part of your scheme because he wants to do his own thing. I mean, they just tear you down. That doesn't sound too intense, but for an athlete, that just tears you down because you're like everything I've worked for for the last 20 plus years of my life that me and my family have had to sacrifice to try to get here. And you're just going to take all that time and effort away. But anyway, it's all a part of the cycle. It's all why people are still mad. Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. It's just all this 
bullshit of who you deem worthy compared to who's not. And that's why you see people like Jay-Z and Usher and Michael Jordan involved now with football or uh, basketball operations um, because there's no representation and ownership that is black or brown that is helping these black and brown men go off into the world. Mm -hmm. Majority of players are black and brown, but yet the fan base doesn't want to support them when they just want to talk about the fact that police brutality is a thing. Make it make sense. So we'll see. I don't know. Especially with Maya, because your football team is in a predominantly white Catholic area I mean, of New don't call England. Them my football team anymore because I know <laughs> she's giving it up in general. But yeah, so um, I used to be a huge Patriots fan because I grew up on the East Coast. Yes. That was like the team mm-hmm. that I grew up watching. Um, and, and they yeah, had now a they dynasty. have um, mm-hmm. Cam Newton as their quarterback, which is crazy. Which I mean, I think that's great because he's like one of three black quarterbacks i don't know how many are there <laughs> uh patrick mahomes lamar jackson cam newton Taysom. no Taysom hills white caitlin what are you doing so maybe um, like one of five <laughs> i think there was four or five this season but i think two of them have now lost their starting job so we're back down to like three. yeah but continue. so i mean that that is nice but it's also like okay here's here's the issue too with that whole structure is like we want to say like oh let's have representation in these areas and by doing that it's like the equity versus equality argument of like Mm -hmm. you're bringing in people to make it seem like there's representation instead of completely changing the structure so that it actually supports and uplifts the people who are playing this game for you like you adding jay-z and like common and whoever these big athletes who mm-hmm. are sorry these big like entertainers who mm-hmm. have these huge platforms who don't live in normal everyday life who are coming in and being like oh i'm gonna like also be an owner like they're not gonna also be able to speak up in the way that they want to because they're in a room full of white people so like you're not providing oh, we, like any like opportunity for anybody really did we not talk about jay-z's role with the super bowl now with the nfl they have now given him he's like culture curator, curator. a black role yeah <laughs> so he was like in charge of essentially he's in charge essentially moving forward of helping the nfl figure out how to blend the black and african-american culture into the organization that is the national hate football everything League. you just said i hate that yeah isn't it crazy it's, it's literally like, that's, insane that's and the fact that he took like, it oh here here take this job in like urban culture curator like some this is bullshit. our urban development associate this is our urban relations coordinator like what does that culture, even mean cultivator culture what is curator it? What is it that yeah they call um karamo on queer eye they call him like literally he's like the culture expert shut up do they really have i just like completely been missing that because it probably is a trigger that i'm just trying not to focus on (laughs) oh yeah like the social like the social cultural like yeah yeah, yeah, you're right i'm sorry like we literally can't escape we can't we just have these titles because you can't just be you know the the style guy be in charge of something anyway um oh but i remember what i wanted to talk about uh (laughs) in the realm of women women in sports slash am sports but can we please stop acting like women don't know what the hell they're talking about yes. in the realm of sports? You guys, I'm so freaking sick and tired of it. Like, my guy friends love to make fun of, like, oh, you know, Caitlyn's, like, hit or miss. You know, she might be, like, really on the money with one thing and then, like, severely wrong with another. And I'm like, no, I'm not severely wrong. You just don't agree with my opinion because you feel one way about it. Like, let's call it for what it is. You just don't agree with my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't know what I'm talking about. You just disagree. And we are allowed to agree to disagree on things. 
But I did not sit on the couch with my dad for 18, 19 years of my life, having him pause and play and show me coverages and formations on defense and explain to me why the safeties are two feet further apart than they need to be and why the O-line missed a block here for you to sit there and tell me that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I didn't play basketball from third grade until senior year of high school for you to claim that I don't know what I'm talking about with the NBA. I literally played the sport. Basketball's not different just because you're a man or a woman. It's the same shit. You just dunk more than we do because you're taller than us. Like... Thank you. I'm so over it. I've had so many moments where men sit down next to me at the bar and they try to act like they know what they talk about. And I have this beautiful story of this man who really acted like he was a Dallas Cowboys fan. And I literally asked him the simple question, who was our very first coach? If you're a fan of the Cowboys, you know the answer. If you're a fan of NFL like history, you know the answer. It's not a hard answer. The answer is Tom Landry. This man said Jimmy Johnson, who didn't even show up until the 90s to coach, and the Cowboys have been a franchise since 1960. Do you see what I'm saying, people? So, like, I'm just sick and tired of people. Just stop assuming girls don't know what they're talking about. I know people can make mistakes. People can say the wrong thing. It happens all the time. But if I could tell you how many men that are sports analysts getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars by these networks to be flat out wrong on live television, if I could tell you how many times I mute my TV because these MFers don't know what the heck they're talking about in the realm of what like it's crazy but they get all the accolades and all the money because they're men and because they played the sport in high school but couldn't get to college or they played in college but couldn't get to the league but that deems you like you're, you're able to talk about it now no so i'm just waiting waiting for the day maybe we just stop acting like women don't know what they're talking about in regards to like personal yeah. experiences it's the same as i mean it's very similar to your experience because we've both been always like the one girl in the room that people like want to quiz and be like oh you don't actually know as much as you think you know you don't either i'm sorry that i work and paint and like produce this podcast and like write and read and have a whole multitude of hobbies and that your only hobby is to like play fucking madden and watch football like i'm sorry that i'm not a freaking expert i'm also like carrying the weight of my entire family on my shoulders and cooking and cleaning and making sure that i stay alive so like and breaking really negative generational patterns that people just breaking intergenerational trauma and family curses and all sorts of things so like i'm so sorry that you don't think i'm an expert in something because i don't have the time to sit around and read stats all day and look at every single play and like analyze everything if that's what you want to do that's totally fine but we are purposefully being excluded from spaces because we aren't quote-unquote experts and it's not just in sports it's in everything where women have to mm-hmm. know more, women have to have more degrees, women have to be more vocal, but not too vocal so that you seem aggressive. Mm-hmm. And it's like impossible. I'm sorry. I'm sick and tired of these whack ass men who played a sport, you know, peewee to high school and just act like they're the end all be all messiah of sport knowledge. You're not. You weren't right. good enough to play in college for a freaking reason. Sit your ass down. Like, it's the wildest thing to me. And it's just, I just, I'm over it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm and sick of like being treated like, because I don't know every single thing that you're specifically asking me, that means I don't know shit about oh, sports. Oh, no, 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 Maya. It's because you're pretty with a fat ass. So you must know sports just so you can get men, right? It's just a pickup tactic, right? You don't actually know what you're talking about. You're only into sports so you can find a boyfriend, right? And here no? I am, oh, single okay. as fuck, never dated anyone. So <laughs> Of her own free answer. will and choice, <laughs> by the way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh my God, like I could, I could sit here for days. My very first Twitter attack ever was because I talked shit about the Philadelphia Eagles. Word to the wise, 
don't come for Philadelphia fans in any capacity. These motherfuckers are crazy. Crazy. (laughs) They have a jail underneath their football stadium because that's how rowdy people get. You literally go to jail when you can't get your shit together. And they're like one of 10 football teams in the entire NFL that actually do have on-site jail and holding sales because their fans are that freaking rowdy. That just seems really racist to me. I mean, I actually need to do the research. I was just going to say, I want to do the research on those cities. I'm going to sign that list for you. We'll talk about that later. Um, (laughs) But that was my first Twitter attack. I had 30 to 50 Philadelphia fans come at me because they didn't like my opinion. And literally the different ranges of motion that you can say, go back in the kitchen and make me a fucking sandwich is beyond me. They clearly have a thesaurus better than mine because I didn't know I could be told to shut up and go back into the kitchen so, so many, many different, different ways. ways. Yeah. So eloquently. It was wild. Um, so I don't think that'll ever stop, honestly. For some reason, men just want women to like not be involved in sports and just sit back and make them food and let them get drunk and like hang out with their boys and watch them. I'm the girl where I'm trying to convince my boyfriend to stop yelling at me for continuously watching football for the eighth consecutive hour because that's just what I like to do on my Sundays. So yeah, normalized women it is what it is. being into sports and all the women in your circle being into sports because the reason why I stayed a football fan for so long is because I had you and I had my friend Miranda mm-hmm. who was also a huge mm-hmm. Patriots fan and I would like literally yep. just hang out with girls who also loved sports. You guys went to games? Oh, yeah, you guys went, braced we a, the 49ers. Yeah, we went to the mm-hmm. 49ers. Yes, you did. Game. Um, I was so proud of y'all for doing that because that shit's hard. It's hard as a girl to go to a football game as a woman for an opposing team. And we were team. like in the second row too. <laughs> I know, y'all Y'all did not play. I ain't never sat that close and I yeah. I swear to God, that was well, beautiful. I also, but yeah. I love, I love going to games. Like it doesn't even matter if I'm into the sport. I love being able to like have a big ass beer Hang out with my yep. homies and like scream at people. Girl, on a don't field. you miss Giants games? I miss don't Giants, you miss games, Giants games, games so much. Ugh. I miss Woo. football games. I miss the college football games. Those are the best. Um, Girl, I cannot wait for March Madness to come back I in even person. Miss, like freaking Sharks games. Like I miss hockey games. Oh, yeah. I'm not even into, into hockey, but like the camaraderie don't of get like started. going and drinking and hanging out. But I would always do that with other girls. So like I hope that. Mm-hmm girls continue to i don't know why i'm saying girls i hope that women continue being into sports and like talking Mm -hmm. to their friends about it and having like freaking fantasy football leagues of just women like that's dope keep doing that we did that at my sports bar uh every year there was an all-girl league and you know half the girls didn't know what was going on and their boyfriends would basically play for them which pissed me off because i was like sweetheart just learn let's teach you because i'm not i'm not playing i'm not playing your man i'm playing you and i know i can beat you so i need you to learn so i'm kidding but um because like yeah speaking of i'm the only woman in my fantasy league right now it's a 14-man fantasy league it's a bunch of homies from college i have been dying to get in this fantasy league for years we have a homie who has this like super intense league and i would never been able to get access into that league they literally go to like buffalo wild wings every year and set up boards like it's a whole freaking thing they're intense with it but i'm finally in a league i made it to playoffs you know but i made the playoffs and i literally had a homie hit me up and he was like i'm really proud of you for what you've done this season like you know you've really been holding your own and like not letting these guys like just accepting any trade and i was like i know the intent you had at telling me you were proud of me but you literally just told me you're surprised and also proud that i actually know what the fuck i'm doing and that's why i'm staying alive as long as i am thank you so i was like it was a backhanded compliment and i'm sure he didn't mean it that way but i definitely took it that way 
But yeah, I just, if you guys have sisters, if you're a man and you have a sister, or if you're a woman and you have a sister or a daughter, and she wants to play softball, volleyball, whatever, do not discourage her. She wants to weight train because she wants to be strong because she wants to lay out anybody, man or female, who steps to her. Don't tell her she That's shouldn't because train. she should stay lean and she shouldn't get muscles and she shouldn't be strong. You could be a woman and have your ideal body type while being strong as fuck and being able to handle your own and like sports and still cook great food at the same time and be a great homemaker and mother. You can do it all. Newsflash. Women can actually quite literally do it all. Men can't. So I just want us to keep encouraging each other, you know? So yeah, encourage the women in your life to go after it. If it's physical, if it's sports related, if it's strength related. I mean, there's absolutely no reason why. And I feel like, like we said, me and Maya love the generation coming after us. They seem to be very active. They seem to be very vocal and passionate. Mm -hmm. They seem to not care at all about what's considered traditional or societal standard. They are breaking down every barrier thrown at them because they refuse to be put in a box. And I don't know why the rest of us seem to have such a hard problem with that. I think millennials were on that bubble between like our traditional things that I our parents like shoved down our half throats. And half. There's a lot of people that are still very traditional. And then there's yeah. some people who are like, I don't necessarily want to be like that and then there's some people who are like i'm gonna be traditional but like in my own way right and there's just levels to it for millennials i guess i mean you know most of us are 30s and like mid-20s right now Which so sure, it is I'm what sure it is gen z will get there as they get older like they're gonna change yeah. so we'll see how that manifests but yeah it's definitely like very interesting to see the progression and also like it it's good to encourage people of all identities to participate in everything because then you just have, like, small groups and you continue, like, these gender norms and, like, these standards that are unrealistic for everybody. Like, if you're not even allowing women to be in sports, like, how do LGBTQ plus folks, like, feel about participating in such things? Like, you're excluding so many people by, like, limiting your mind by thinking when that the one Olympics thing is don't... only for one type of person. Yeah, when the Olympics quite literally publicly internationally ban a runner who is a trans woman from competing because her testosterone levels can't get low enough and they deem that she is physically too physical to run in the women's sports. Um, and I hate to say this, but I logged on to Facebook this morning and one of the first posts I saw was a trans woman who is on an international soccer team and I can't recall the country. Um... And it was an article about her playing on a woman's team. And a cousin of mine reposted it. Another man making himself a woman because he can't compete with the guys. And I was just like, I, 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 like, you, we gotta stop. They hate trying to accept things that they don't understand. And so it's like so a lot crazy. of people, like, being a trans man or woman just, like, doesn't like it just doesn't make sense. sense in their brain and so they're yeah. like oh i'm just gonna refuse to learn about it and then on top of that be super hateful about it it's crazy it's crazy and and these are literally words that will make someone want to kill themselves over yeah, like these statements people we we all think they're nonchalant we don't mean it no but you do mean it because you don't say things that you don't really mean first of all i'm so over that narrative but 
Include everybody. Sports are beautiful, you guys. Sports are so beautiful. They teach you leadership skills. They teach you teamwork. I mean, I would never be the person I am today without sports. I would not be a good leader without sports. I would not be even able to work with other people without. I know I would. I'm an only child. Okay. I would not have any social skills without <laughs> it being like a social activity of just hanging yeah. out with friends at school without sports. So it's like. These are beautiful, beautiful life lessons that a lot of people don't get the opportunities to learn. So more now than ever, we need to push our women to get these skills so that they can compete with the men so that we do have 10 more skills than the men, because that's just how it's going to be. It seems like until the end of time, it's all important and be inclusive and watch your wording, because I swear to God, I'll anybody up on a court like it is what it is, but (laughs) whatever, moving forward. I ranted about y'all acting like we don't know what we're talking about in sports. Please stop comparing women to men just because they have muscles and animals. It's degrading and disgusting and should never leave your mouth. Um, And advocate, please advocate for women's sports and watch them. The only way women's sports can get to the potential that they deserve to be at is by our patronage and our viewership. We have to watch them. Um, And you guys, I promise you, women's sports is really freaking exciting if you're an athlete. But if you enjoy sports, you're going to enjoy women's sports. It's just competitive nature. If you just like watching people compete, if you like watching reality TV shows and people competing, women's sports is the exact same thing. They're just women. And if you want to be a pig and nasty, I know so many men who watch women's volleyball for the reasons they shouldn't be watching women's volleyball. Mm-hmm. It sucks. But you know what? You're That's one of the few college sports that will still stay on TV forever because a lot of people engage in women's college volleyball. It's for negative reasons, but... That sport is doing a little bit better than the other ones, you know, so it is what it is. But yeah, advocate, watch, be viewers. And if you have questions, they're out there. We're going to post some stuff and link these articles for you guys, because these articles are really upsetting to read when you realize the vast levels of inequality that are involved in the world of sports. Um, It's all important. So yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye.